most of the prayer and scripture that activated the supernatural power of God and terrified the kingdom of darkness were simple yet tremendously powerful. I examined the content of the prayer of great servants of God in the Bible to know exactly what made their prayer so powerful and forceful. The prayer of Jacob, when he encountered the Lord at Jabbok, had no complexity attached to it. For he wrestled with the Lord till daybreak, just on one request, one single request, I will not let you go unless you bless me. What then shall I see of Moses? For with few words did they passionately request to see the face of the Lord. In Exodus 33 verse 18, his words were few, but the response to his prayer was supernatural, for God heard him. Elijah the Tishbite on the famous Mount Carmel did not knock his head against the walls of the altar. His words were simple and clear. O oh Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and of Israel, he prayed, let it be known this day that thou art God in Israel, and that I am thy servant, and I have done all these things at thy word. Hardly had they finished praying when the heaven released the supernatural fire that consumed the sacrifice right before the prophets of Baal. What more can I say of the uneducated men who followed our Lord Jesus Christ when they prayed in Acts chapter 4 verse 31, the place where they were was shaken and they were all filled with the Spirit and with boldness. Friends, time will fail me to go on and on mentioning men and women of like passion who experienced the compelling force of prayer. And as I studied the lives of these great saints of God, one question continues to resound in my heart. What is the secret of the power and force behind their prayers? For example, Solomon, a young king, encountered the glory of heaven when God descended in his glory and power at the dedication of the temple as he prayed. But Solomon was not a priest, nor a prophet, neither was he ordained an apostle, but he prayed and the priest the ministers of the Lord responsible for sacrifices in the temple could not even enter into the temple because of the density of God's glory. For 2 Chronicles chapter 7 verse 1 and 2 tells us that when Solomon had made an end of praying, the fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices and the glory of the Lord filled the house and the priests could not enter into the house of the Lord because the glory of the Lord had filled the Lord's house. 
the secret behind the prayer of Solomon that compelled God to descend into the temple in the fullness of his glory is hidden in the prayer of his father David. According to 1 Chronicles 29 verse 19, where he prayed to the Lord saying, And give unto Solomon my son a perfect heart. A perfect heart to keep thy commandments, thy testimonies, and thy statutes, and to do all these things, and to build the palace for the which I have made provision. Aha! Aha! The spiritual dynamics of prayer depends very much on where it is coming from, where it is produced, the heart, the heart, my dear friends. And so I can say boldly with all authority of the Spirit of God that the spiritual force and power that comes along with your prayer depends on the state of your heart. For a perfect heart is the mystery behind supernatural and hell-shaking prayers. David understood that his selection for the anointing was not based on anything physical but on the state of his heart. For Eliab, his older brother, was rejected because there was a younger David whose heart was perfect towards God. For Samuel chapter 16 verse 6, to eight reveals to us that when Samuel looked on Eliab and said, Surely the Lord's anointed is before me. But the Lord said unto Samuel, Look not on his countenance or on the height of his stature, because I have refused him, for the Lord seeth not as man seeth, for man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. Not the height, but the heart. David understood that a perfect heart qualified him for the throne. And therefore, a perfect heart will sustain his son Solomon on the throne. So he prayed. He prayed. Give unto Solomon, my God. Give unto Solomon, my son, a perfect heart. To keep thy commandment. For a man or woman, a youth or a child who carries such a perfect heart is a boast of heaven. The torment of hell, a mystery to Satan, and a carrier of revival fire in his generation. Friends, is your heart perfect towards God? Father Lord, I just want to thank you for your word, your engrafted word this morning. Thank you. And I pray like David prayed, give unto your servants, give unto your sons and those who hear me a perfect heart perfect heart that they may keep your commandment. Thank you Father. In Jesus name. Amen. God bless you this morning. Have a wonderful and a beautiful day. This 
is Revival Cry. God bless you. Hallelujah.